Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. We've got BJ Shea, the show's namesake. I feel weird that I'm here twice in a row. I know. This isn't right. It is mm. very, very strange. And right in the boards is Joey D's. On today's show, we are catching up on TV shows, because guess what we did during the break? Oh, we Watch did. a lot of television. Yes, we did. <laughs> or tried to. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to be talking about The Expanse, His Dark Materials, Crisis on Infinite Earths, The Watchmen, Maybe more, maybe less. I don't know what's going to be going on with this. Well, hold on. Let me see if you get... Never mind. All right, then. I, I looked at I looked at the schedule, and I was about to say something that I did not need to say. So, yes. Be, Keep uh, going. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. Dot com. going to have our blogs, podcasts, and more. More. more, 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 more hey, more. spoiler more. alert. Uh, what? Wednesday, we'll be talking a lot of TV stuff, too. Yes, we will. Yeah, <laughs> just go to any social media, you know, mm-hmm. iTunes, radio.com, and just type in. BJ Geek Nation. Hey, I know that. Just BJ Geek Nation. Mm -hmm. And give us those five star reviews on whichever way you listen to our podcast. And we're bribing. We're bribing people. Absolutely. We want to show that they're. Send us a screenshot. (laughs) Most of these reviews are fake news, is what we're basically saying. If you send us a screenshot, I've got a bunch of extra random comic books. What we'll do is we'll send you one of those with a little flyer of BJ Shea's Geek Nation that we have signed that we will uh, be sending off. I want to give a shout out to David Hansen, who is one of these people who did send us a screenshot and thank I was you, able David. to uh, send him a comic book. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yep, completely random one. I don't did remember s- which one it was. Did he say that I was great and you stink? I didn't pay any attention to that. I don't remember. I, mean, I will give there. you a bonus nothing, a no prize as Stanley used to give out back in the day. A no prize. A no prize if you say I'm great and, st- and Reb stinks. Oh, wow, that's just extra rude. Hey, give us five stars. Okay, yes, yeah. yes. Give the five stars, give us a little review and we will, uh, yes, like I said, bribe you. Uh, yeah. Let's talk television. TV. Uh, I think we should start off with Watchmen. Yes! Uh, because the final episode ended up after we were on break, mm-hmm. much like The Mandalorian did. Yeah. And that, we need to talk about that it. That was a big one. Ah! Such, uh, you know, I don't know what uh, Alan Moore thinks of this. Oh, he, he probably it. thinks he hates Like, he hates everything. That's not but if just you, his stuff. But I will tell you this if you had any problems at all. Uh, with uh, Damon, uh, da- da- Damian, L- Damon Lindelof. Thank you, sir. No uh, problem. <laughs> yeah. If you have any problems with Damon Lindelof, uh, he has been redeemed because of the fact that uh, I listened to some podcasts with him on here, and the Watchmen comic book was one of the first things he saw where he was like, oh my God, you can do this. You can write this way. You can have a story like this. Mm-hmm. And he has taken that throughout his entire career, that experience back in the 80s when he, he read that comic, I believe, is when he first got it given to him by an uncle or somebody. It was like a wonderful story. Somebody gifted him oh, wow. the Watchmen comic, and he was like, oh, my God. And I think he has done a tremendous job giving us a whole new Watchmen experience following up the movie, the comic book. Uh, tremendous, tremendous job by everybody involved with this. And this this series, if you haven't seen it, it's on HBO. I absolutely recommend it. I would say if you haven't read the comic, maybe you want to uh, read that beforehand. Because, it would be nice. Yeah. It, you See don't the have movie to. If you don't want to read the comic, the movie, yeah. just find out the ending of the comic that's different than the ending of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. But uh, otherwise, the movie really does a good job. Mm-hmm. Also, 
also, if you all don't want to read, but you want to watch more and have it more be involved of the comic, there is an actual Blu-ray out there of, I think, The Dark or Black Freighter, which is oh, the yeah. comic book within the comic book. Yeah, The Black Fre- Freighter. They, they yeah. did like a little animated version of the comic book, so you can kind of get an idea of what's going on that way. It's. I felt that I didn't know what to expect when we started because it was like, oh, it's set in the Watchmen universe. Uh, I didn't expect them to actually tie everything together with characters from the original show. I love that they did that. Well, you didn't know who people were until all of us because they didn't really use the names we were familiar with. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, oh, wait, that's. Oh, that's who that is. Oh. And, and things were just, it tied together so beautifully. And the casting was phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh and God. the story. Which, which I really, you know, the storyline is basically about racism, uh, which, you know, there was, there was a heavy storyline in the Watchmen originally, and, and mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily about racism. It, it, a lot of sexism, definitely, as well as... Uh, homophobia. A, uh, homophobia, misogyny, a lot of that was in there. Uh, the complex relationship between the comedian and Silk Spectre, the mm-hmm. original. Yeah. And, you know, they, they, it was powerful. And he did the same thing, but decided to tackle a part in human history, a very dark part of human history in this country, uh, brilliantly done within the Watcher universe, which is why I love that when you think of what the topic was and who Dr. Manhattan ended up being, Mm -hmm. how awesome was that? Yeah. No, it's everything was perfect about it. Like I, this was a perfect series. I even like the joke about it though, too, where he's like, "Oh, that's appropriation, buddy." <laughs> he's like, "I see what you did there," because yeah. he's such a With smart Veidt. Alec. Yeah, yeah, Vite is such a smart Alec. And how about a show? That basically gave you tons of Easter eggs, and I saw an art. There was hundreds of Easter eggs. There's oh, there's so many. Mm-hmm. So we cannot, yes. we cannot yeah. list all of them. But how about <laughs> the show ended with like the big thing of all was about an egg. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just brilliant yeah. when you think of all the Easter eggs in yeah. the damn thing. Yeah. I wanted to be upset because I had read an interview, I think, or read an article that was talking about how he said it's not going to be a cliffhanger. This is going to all wrap up in one. But in a sense, I kind of felt like a cliffhanger. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh. It's not necessarily. But it's not. Yeah, it's but, not. You just have to assume. Yes. And so, like, yeah. I was I was mad for a split second, but I was like, this was so well It was done. so Sopranos like that ending. Now, <laughs> if you haven't seen. Uh, I'm sorry if you haven't seen the the series yet because we've just been talking all about it's all spoilery. Uh, but how about just the fact that technically the show was completely spoiled by the poster? If you think about Sister Knight, a bar standing in front of the 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 picture with all the, the comedian and everything like that. Not the comedian, but the 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 the, the little button and everything on yep. the poster, and she's glowing blue. There's oh, a that's blue pretty. Tint is, back on that. How fun is that? I didn't even realize that. Can I yes. see that? If, if yeah, I didn't really even notice that. There's yeah. a blue. So there's a blue glow behind there's her. There's a glue bl- uh, blue glow ba- off of her skin. Oh, you're right. And so a you lot just of think th- it's lighting because it's just the lighting because oh, of whatever. Is, you're right. I that's didn't clever. Even, yeah. See, so I love that. That's the, so wonderful. The thing was spoiled from the poster. When beautiful. we first saw it, but no one thought anything. And that's what I have to really give them credit. And maybe I was just kind of dumb, but I, it, I did not click that the whole eggs. Like normally, you hear a conversation. She starts talking about an egg when they're doing their whole, you know, flashback mm-hmm. to her date. And I'm just like, okay, you know, just conversation. Normally, you can pick up on it and be like, oh, that's a reference for later. Yeah, I was totally blown away at it being a thing. It didn't connect, and that is something I love because. 
a lot of the, these times, it's like they're still entertaining shows. And he but brought it up again, by the way. Did you connect yeah. it when no. he was about to get attacked and he was like, mind the eggs? Yes. I still didn't get it Same. then either. I, which I was like, <laughs> how many times are you going to throw this egg in my face before I right. figure out what's going on? Uh, it was phenomenal. Yeah. And I yeah. like the diversity. I it was also mm-hmm. another something I did not, it got me off guard. The fact that uh, Vite has a daughter. Yeah. A spite daughter, if you will. No, it's great. It's like uh, she made him out of sp- she made her out of spite. I said the last episode too, and I'll I'll say after that the this final finale. This is the best superhero love story we've ever seen because it's a love story. Yeah, yeah. it is. This whole yeah. arc is. Oh yeah. Oh, that gave me chills it when just, you said that. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it was the penultimate episode where it was just like everything is coming into fruition. You're seeing what's happening, and you're like, wow, wow. Yeah. And there were so many wow moments, and I'm still yeah. like, I just oh. It's just, it, it, gave, <laughs> it gave a lot of great explanation to what it would be like to be Dr. Manhattan and being in love when you know when it's going to end, which yeah. of course it ended mm-hmm. with the Silk Spectre and he knew that was going to end, knew it was going to end with his wife. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just, it was, it's wonderful. And this time at least he was able to be saying, oh yeah, this, our relationship will not last. It'll end Here's in tragedy. Why. Yeah. And uh, just so well done. And, what would it like to be a god and Superman done the right way, which I do believe Alan Moore probably maybe in some way, shape or form thought this is what Superman would really be like. Oh, and yeah. The whole idea of what Dr. Manhattan was back in the day. He's almost like a not not autistic, like, but kind of because it's like I am so smart for my own good that it ruins my relationships and it ruins everything. When you get to be a god and I and I'll go back to and if you I'll tell you, it might be kind of slow and plodding, but. If you watch the uh, Star Trek original series where no man has gone before, it was a brilliant episode for the time because one of Kirk's buddies becomes a god. Like his best friend, who's also, I think, a, he's the Sulu character, the, I should say the guy running the ship, I, for the navigator. Yeah. Uh, or the helmsman, excuse me. I, he's one of those two. And he and Kirk, you could see, are buddies. But then he becomes a god. And I love the idea that when you become a god, because they did it there, they did it with Dr. Manhattan, you just kind of don't have human emotions anymore. Like nothing means, morals mean nothing. Nothing means anything because you see the big picture of life and death and what life becomes when it goes. And it's like, yeah, I know that that body's gone, but it goes on to be something cool. It's not a big tragedy (laughs) if somebody dies. I love that exploration of what Manhattan goes through when he gets this godhood. And one quick thing, I didn't realize it until literally just this moment. Uh, You know how all those... uh like was it Phillips? The guys that kept dying over and over again. That oh oh yeah 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 oh, oh yeah yeah the Crookshanks and Phillips. Yeah. Yep. Uh, apparently, the guy who played Phillips uh, was the guy who played Ichabod Crane in Sleepy Hollow. That's how why he I looks was like, so I familiar. I know that guy. I know that Tom guy. Tom Meisen. Yeah, it didn't oh. click until because he's clean shaven and doesn't have long hair. It's just, it oh, did he was not great. Click. He was fantastic. That that whole storyline. Eventually, you thought it was so dumb. What the hell's going on? But I loved how that storyline masks make I, people oh. cruel. Yeah. yeah, love it. Yeah, loved oh, it so much. Yeah, it's it was so cheesy well in the right moments and yeah. just but subtly mm-hmm. yeah. it worked yeah. so well. And how about the fact that Vite was on Earth all along, yep. just just like Manhattan was. He was? Yeah, he was in the gold. He was in the gold statue when they brought him back. Yeah. Oh, that was him the whole time. The entire time when yes. they're like, oh, why, why do you have an old person gold statue? Oh, him. Yes. By, oh because he was me. in the gold the oh, entire time. I didn't make that connection. Because so, all that stuff had happened previously. Yes. Oh, she rescued him long before then. Because mm-hmm. it was idiot. part of her plan. I'm an idiot. But they, they you can just go back and rewatch it again. Did, they did a really good job, so though, <laughs> like doing the different timelines in a way that works. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, even if it was just like a few months prior, it w- it worked mm-hmm. really well. Exactly. well. Yeah. well I, you know what? You just gave me something I didn't even realize. Well, now you can go back and rewatch so it. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that, let's talk about The Expanse, because it's back. Now, now well, it's, it's back and it's done, but yeah. Oh, I mean, it's back well, and done? Well, that's how, it, you know, it's one of those Amazon Prime shows where you get all the episodes, once? dump ah, all the episodes. Okay, and, okay. Yeah, season four is back. Joey and I have been watching The Expanse. That's right. Yeah. Enjoyable season. Nothing to do with the storyline. Fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean nothing to do with the storyline? Uh, I think this was Amazon's, like, will you still watch this show? Let's see if we can put out a season and people will watch it. Mm. So they don't really progress the storyline at all. They yeah, just kind of a little follow bit. the characters and give you an update of where they are. It's kind of a reminder since it's on a new service. Yeah. And maybe people haven't seen the ones before. Exactly. Okay. And I, w- I would argue, Joe, that perhaps the last two episodes progress the storyline a little bit. But yeah, you're, but, but when you have a 10-episode season and you only get the storyline progressed in the last two episodes, then you're sitting through eight of them going, what are we doing? And really, it was my, maybe one and a half episodes progressed the storyline. Yeah, and it wasn't even very much. like the whole Because the whole show's mystery-based. You know, mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on with the alien race, and you really don't get any more information about them. It's more just oh. the planet kind of turns on kind of a thing, and you're like, oh, there is a bunch of alien technology here. And then it ends. And you're like, well, that was... 10 episodes, but uh, <laughs> if they more focus about the political nature of the three point, uh, the three different peoples, the Belters, the Mar- Martians, and the, uh, 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 like, what do you call them, Americans? And the, and, yeah, the, yeah, the Earthers. The, the, the Earthers. Yeah, the Earthers. Yeah. Basically, yeah, because it's the Earthers, yeah. the Belters, and the mm-hmm. Martians. And, I mean, frankly, for three seasons, we know what that's about. But here's the question on that end. Uh, do you feel that you can just hop in if you haven't seen the previous seasons? Well, no. A, oh, no. Oh, okay. No. Then that's kind of rough then. Yeah, because really, if you hopped in now, you don't know what it's taken for them to get where they are. Ah. And you also don't know the danger of the technology of the people that they have been dealing with for the last three seasons, which is the storyline we care about. We care about something called the protomolecule, which is basically the first alien encounter that Earth has had Ah, because the Belters are just Earthlings that have moved out and lived in the asteroid belt. And the Martians are people that have gone to Mars. And there's political stuff that goes on with any time you ever have people like from England going to the States, you know? I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah. it's, It's that kind of political drama, which, okay, you know, we get it from Earth history, even though it's the future. But the interesting thing is this whole protomolecule alien encounter thing. Yeah, they find a protomolecule which is kind of like a, an alien virus that affects people, makes them super powerful, they're, they can, but they're deadly. Now imagine Stargate. They all, go, they all find these Stargates. They go through except there are no more aliens anywhere, and they don't find the aliens. Mm-hmm. But they keep going through these Stargates. And that's kind of like the whole uh, premise of the season. But the problem is they do these jumps in Expanse, but they go like months in the future. And then they can kind of just fill you in about what's happened in the months in like a couple episodes. That's kind of what this whole season was. Yeah. Like, oh, months have passed. Here's what's happened. And here's the big climactic part. But at the end, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I hope they do make another season because the next season should be good because they yes. won't have to do that anymore. So Joey's right. I wonder if Amazon was just like, and I would, I would say low budget, but I mean, I mean, for the most part, they're on a planet. I mean, yeah, there's some good CGI, but actually, for the most part, they're on a planet. And then for the most part, they're inside basically a room with, yeah, it's a fancy room, but I mean, how much money did it cost to build this room, if you will? It, it seemed like Joey's right, that they were kind of like, let's see if you guys still like the show, and maybe we'll put more money into it in season five if you do. 
But it's frustrating because I don't care about the politics anymore. I get it. There's political struggle and, hey, guess what? One candidate is going to do something and are you trying to hit me over the head with maybe what's going on today? I don't care. Uh, I really care about this damn protomolecule and you <laughs> wet my whistle a little bit, but you gave me nothing except a stupid guy on the planet who is just an idiot who's getting in the way of us trying to really get the story further. I don't care about that guy. Shoot him in the head. You should have done it at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I see so many tropes, but the only thing, the only story, there were three storylines, main storylines. The only one that I really cared about was what the hell is going on with the main character and, of course, Thomas Jane's character who, you know, and we found out something finally that was really interesting. But frankly, we didn't find that out until the like, second to last episode. Yeah, and I mean, it's the plot, or, plot armor problem, really, is that we know none oh. of the main characters are going to die and they're mm-hmm. not in any danger because you're not telling us anything about the plot. So clearly, yeah. nothing's going to happen until next season. So you're kind of just like this dangerous episode where they're like, oh, the slugs are making you go blind. Well, none of them are going to die. I mean, come on. The, the, this is episode eight. There are <laughs> two more episodes. Filler. It really yeah. felt like a filler. And it's like, man, I haven't seen episodes like this and, 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 and since Spots, uh, since Data's cat. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's, exactly. yeah. And it's just like, we don't need to do this when you have a 10-episode season. I don't yeah. need fillers. If it was 24 episodes, I'd get it. Uh, you know, I, I deal with that when I watch you know, all the CW superhero shows. But, you know, it's just like, oh. it's So it was slightly disappointing for me. Mm-hmm. Um well, and hopefully they figured out by season five because it's it a looks good like, story. And it looks and like they will be doing season five. Oh, thank goodness! At least looking at just some quick reports <laughs> online, so it looks like you won't have to worry so much about that. And then they can get back on track. I honestly think you could watch the first couple of episodes of this season and jump to the last two episodes of this season. I really do. You might wow. only have to watch the last two, to be quite honest. He, with yeah, you. Joe might. He, yeah. Joe may be right. You might want to watch the first one just to go like, what's going on? And yeah. so three seasons and then two episodes. That's yeah, <laughs> it's unfortunate. It really, really is. Uh, you did mention the CW shows. So before we get to the geek sheet, let's talk a little bit about the Crisis on Infinite Earths. <sighs> uh oh. Oh no. Oh he. Oh, here comes the nerd rants. <sighs> God. <laughs> so, not good? No. I mean, wow. I, I'm, I'm going to talk to my buddy Josh, who's a huge DC fan. So, I mean, he's got a lot of love for what's going on, and he reads the, he knows DC better than me. So, maybe it's because I'm a, a Marvel guy. I, uh, I will say this. Um, I don't watch Supergirl anymore, and I did miss something that was really cool, but at least we got to see the character. There's a new Lex Luthor, and played by, of all people, from Two and a Half Men. Junk Cryer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I heard that, and I was like, that seems silly. Uh, well, I, It works, because, I mean, we had, what's his face, Eisenberg? Yeah, well, <laughs> the Eisenberg play Lex Luthor. I'm like, and if you want to do a spells. quick search, I think John Cryer said that he would like to right the wrongs of the uh, Kevin Spacey Lex Luthor because I think John Cryer was in that movie. He wasn't Lex <laughs> Luthor himself, but I think he made a comment about that. Uh, and I watched a little bit of an after show. Basically, it was like the Talking Crisis, but Kevin Smith was hosting, and he had John Cryer on there. And Kev- uh, Kevin Smith and I don't read the comics that much, but Kevin Smith said that John Cryer's portrayal of Lex Luthor is the closest to the comics that Kevin Smith has ever seen that's high praise hmm. so and i did like john cryer's lex luther it was the best part of anything of, of, and frankly of all the crisis i watched and i watched three damn episodes and there's two more one starting tonight uh i ugh, i mean he was the best part of it all see because i've seen john cryer and like two and a half men but he was also on a couple episodes of the ranch and he doesn't necessarily have a voice that sparks fear or intimidation into somebody like a big corporate boss would how is he like when he speaks like what's his he performance is, like i'm trying to picture it i see the pictures he looks great i'm just trying to picture how he sounds like he has a sort of delivery uh like um uh, 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 he's a, a mischievous evil 
kind of delivery to his voice like, ah, you people really don't mean anything to me. I don't care. Uh, does uh, he have a British accent? Uh, no, okay, it, so. but, it, it, but it feels like he should. It, he it does just, feel very British, even though he does not have a British accent. So almost like a very well-educated, well-ado man. Yes. Okay. And, and he really just, you can tell he doesn't care about anybody. Uh, and there's a wonderful storyline where he's killing off all the Supermen in every mul- in every multiverse and every Earth. That's what he wants to do. There's some great cameos. You get uh, oh, I don't know Tom's name, Tom Cavanaugh from Smallville. So, yeah. so yeah. As, he, as he runs around looking for all the Supermen, they go to different universes, and this is the coolest part because um, Brandon Routh is playing. Um, Brandon Routh is actually playing the Atom in Legends, mm-hmm. but they go find an alternate Superman who is our. Superman from Brandon Routh. So they find that Superman. Oh my God, that's fantastic. That was cool. Then they go to another Earth and find the Smallville Superman. And basically nice. it's because Lex oh, Luthor... Oh, Tom Welling. Yeah, Tom, Tom Welling. Thank is, you, yeah, Tom yeah, Welling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so Tom Welling is is in it, and he's looking great, by the way. Uh Jacked up, by, but I saw, yeah, I yeah. saw some of the stills. Yeah, looking jacked up. That was a wonderful storyline because Lex is trying to kill all the Superman, but he can't kill this Superman because this Superman gave up all his powers. So the kryptonite means nothing to him. Oh, so Tom basically punches him in the face as a regular guy. <laughs> and well, Lex Luthor is not a superhero. Is it's great. It's and, uh, and the thing that you were talking about with the John Cryer thing, he played Lenny Luthor in Superman for the quest for peace. So that's where he's trying to right the wrongs oh. because of how disappointing that movie was. Oh, that's so what he it was, was. He was the son? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so it wasn't good. Yeah. And because he was so excited to play that because of the original Superman, the first one that came out, uh, he wanted to play that. And then he was very disappointed and everyone kind of pooped on that movie. He so, was happy to get another shot. Yeah. Yeah. So and now he, he is it, uh, Lex again, not Lenny. Yeah. And he played it first on Supergirl and I have been watching Supergirl, but they he it was so well received that uh, when they talked about doing Crisis, uh, he said, I'd love to be part of Crisis. And they said, well, we your Lex Luthor's amazing. Um, um, he's the best part of Crisis. Crisis is a big mess. I think it sucks. I hate to say it because of all the other great television out there. It's just that's hor- a problem. It's horrific. Yeah, the yeah. writing is bad. I don't fault the actors on this. It's just a mess. <laughs> uh, I, it really, really. I will watch the next two episodes. It's a mess. It is such. Are a Are you just mess. watching it to be a completionist at this point? Yes, okay. I really yeah, am. I kind of um, figured. I kind of yeah, figured. But I also hope that maybe there'll be some wonderful performances like Lex Luthor that will be in there that I can at least get some enjoyment out of that. But. It's just a mess. It, it, I just I, I look at CW and go. I know you want to make this big event, but uh, my God, put a little more time into it. Yes, it. Re- I mean, really, you, like maybe we didn't need five episodes because there's crap that you could have taken out. Really, that we didn't need. Like putting all, basically putting Oliver Queen in a Lazarus pit just so that it doesn't work. We had a whole episode <laughs> almost based on that, and it doesn't work. Yes, it was great seeing Constantine again, uh, and it was great seeing Lucifer from the Fox. I mean, they they oh, pulled hey. out everybody. I don't know how they're all connected, but I guess they all are. And I'm just like... (sighs) <sighs> See, I kind of actually just want to watch. It actually sounds like the, the actual crisis of Infinite Earths because they've made more problems than they, they even, solved. They even showed like old school Flash footage from you know the the with the, uh, the '90s Flash, uh, which I get why they did it, but I'm like, uh, what is this? You're gonna throw here's stuff and more stuff and more stuff stuff. Question: uh, Was Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill was in like one of the ser- newer series, right? Was it the Flash or? Uh, yeah, Arrow? he played the, he played the trickster. Okay. Yeah. Didn't he play something else back in the day too? 
Uh, oh, he played the old trickster as well. Okay. Yeah, he, oh, in the okay. old so flesh. He, a, he, oh, he yeah. did oh, okay. both, yeah. I was hoping it was a different character, and then like he just showed up too. <laughs> I, think, I think the trickster was his name, if uh-huh. I'm getting the name right. But yeah, he, he played in both of those flashes, which was kind of fun. <laughs> That's I would, entertaining. I would like to watch this and just kind of be able to speed it up as I go. I'm like, I just kind of want to watch all the cameos because I yeah. think that's the interesting part. It's the but only reason. Because I'm like, yeah, it's like uh, other than the Wikipedia page horrific. or somebody trying to be able to tie everything together, it doesn't sound very It's a plot hole mess. Either. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 if I would want my son to watch it just so Joey D's head Never. would explode. <laughs> Never. I can't do the Flash, dude. He's the worst superhero of all time. And it's only because he's grossly overpowered. You know, he can you time think about travel. It. Oh, yeah. He's super about it, yeah. fast. He's got super strength. He can do whatever he wants. He's his own worst enemy. Wait, he only gets which, beaten by other versions of himself. I'll say, do you not like the Flash, or is there a specific Flash you don't like, or you don't like any of them? Just the character in general. Okay. Like, it's unfortunate. <laughs> I think all the actors and stuff are fine. It's just, oh, like, the character hey, himself is just unbearable. I gotta tell you. Oh, you know what? Just do the CW method, which is if you think somebody is overpowered, have them be on the side of good. Then all of a sudden, they're not good, and they can't do a damn thing. <laughs> right. Like, like uh, uh, Killer Frost was kick-ass, where she almost killed the entire team when she was a bad guy, and then now she's a good guy, and she can't do a thing. She can't even like you know she can't wow. even open the freezer without like Aww. getting knocked out. That's nice. Yeah. And this is what kills me is like they don't explain why somebody is so OP and then all of a sudden not OP anymore. Killer Frost get freezer burned? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I I know it's so disappointing because you watch The Watchmen. You can't watch Crisis after watching oh, The Watchmen. Oh gosh. You just it's, can't. Wow. It's hard to take CW seriously. Ever? It really. It it like. What would you say? I mean, I heard the first few seasons of Arrow were good, but even that went kind oh, of... Oh, you know, Arrow's become ridiculous. Yeah, I heard it yeah, went... I mean, but this is the last season. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and Arrow's ridiculous because here's the first crisis you want to... Uh, it's the last thing. The last year's crisis, here's what Oliver Queen, who they decided will be the leader of the team, said, hey, Supergirl, get out of here. We don't need you. The <gasps> most powerful out of all of them... That seems like a bad aliens idea. Aliens are all over the place. Supergirl, you stay here. And she's like, why? I can do stuff. Hey, I'm the leader of this team, and I know what's best. You stay here. We will go fight the aliens uh, with out Supergirl. That's when I was like, that's okay. the problem with CW. It's like, okay, doing? how can we insert some drama into this? I know. it's uh, And that's the problem. There's too much drama anyway. I don't care about any of it. And uh, I'm glad I don't watch We got to end so, this episode with a yeah. geek sheet. Uh, we will be getting to his dark materials on Wednesday. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. we didn't quite get there. Yeah. Uh, but for now, let it, let's get to the geek sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, what do you got for us? All right, so we heard, like, I feel like it was two years ago at this point that they were going to come out with a new X-Men-type movie, right, called The New Mutants. Oh, oh yeah. And this was going to be a horror movie. That's horror. what I remember hearing about it, too. But it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. I feel like it's been two years. And I remember even reading an article um, with uh, our very own Aria, Macy oh, yeah, Williams, yeah, yeah. who plays Wolfsbane in this. Somebody asked her, like, so when's it coming out? She's like, I don't know. She <laughs> she's really, an, she's, she's an like, actor. She's not the one involved in all that. Know, she's done all of her stuff. <laughs> I'm sure she's just tired of people like, oh, no, it's going to be out soon. It's going to be out soon. Yeah. But mm. they just came out with a new trailer. But it's not even rated R, which I thought was kind of weird. It is or isn't? Isn't. They? Oh. I thought they had, were pushing for that. Yeah. Huh. Like, apparently, uh, the uh, the director was saying, like, explain why it didn't need to. It's a scary film at PG-13, the atmosphere, mystery and tone. Um, oh, excuse me. This was what... Uh, Somebody said about it, uh, the direction of the work makes it work. The cast is stellar, not horror tropes who split from the group one by one like idiots who get off. They're a team <laughs> united, forged by the horror, and that's a new take. So I guess with everything going on, they like they realized they didn't need it because they're not going to rely on those old horror movie tropes, which is usually you know the bloody, um, whether it's the, uh, what's it called, the jump scares and you know just all that. 
And I'm and I'm really excited for this because Anya Taylor Joy is playing Magic, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Magic. But uh, I was trying to figure out where she's from. Uh, Split, I think. Yeah, Split. But she's also in Peaky Blinders, which I just ah. recently finished the last ah. season. Which is, I mean, it, it's it's kind of geeky. It's got Scarecrow mm-hmm. in it, Killian Murphy. Uh, and, and it's really, really good. And uh, the director, Josh, said that this movie has always been and will always be PG-13. There was never actually a plan for a rated R movie. Oh, oh. okay. So I think that's a little weird, but yeah. all right. Uh, but we do finally, finally have a date. Oh. April 3rd. April 3rd? Okay. So all right. That's like in, that's in right at the beginning of uh, of a blockbuster movie I know. season. Yeah, blockbuster movie season used to be like Memorial Day, and mm-hmm. now it's slowly edging backwards. But so. it might be a little early for blockbuster. Like I think it's yeah. a week or two before the big Marvel they're, movie comes they're out. They're trying to beat it's, all of those before they get out there. I'm trying to remember what's what are, what are the big movies this year that Black Widow is one of them. Black uh, Widow, I know the the uh, Birds of Prey. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, there's that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think. Sorry, of I was like, thinking of cats. I was like, hey, hey, that sucks. That is not. No, that's, that's not. That's not, not that's oh god, I, that movie creeped me out. Yeah, just, like, did you actually trailer. see it? No, the trailer. Oh, okay, because I'm like, wow, congratulations. Because I'm trying to think, like, what would they have to compete against? I feel like there's another Marvel movie that's supposed to be coming out this year. Am I like right? in April, at least. So we got Mulan in March, March 27th, which that's is going to be the yeah, big the Disney. Disney one. Yeah. Wonder Woman 84, but that's not a Marvel. Oh, uh, well, no, maybe but that's, when, when is yeah. Mar- when is that coming out? Uh, that is coming out in June, so it's a little bit. Okay. It's, a, it's a lot later on that yeah. one. And Birds of Prey is in February, uh, but then like we oh, have no the, time uh, to die. In the Eternals April. is in November. That's the other Marvel one. I think uh, that's just going to okay. be the May and the uh, the May and November. So is Black releases. Widow it? Is that the only one that we have from Marvel for the April May season? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. That's really. I don't want to say lackluster, but you know, I mean, it's, it's probably going to be a good movie, but it's surely not going to be like the super Marvel movies like we're used to. I mean, unless they pull a Wonder Woman slash, I feel like they're adding a little bit of humor to it. So I feel like it's going to be Wonder Woman mixed with a little bit of Ragnarok. What it's is, weird yeah. to not have a superhero movie like like with you know, actual superpowers yeah exactly it is weird to not have one of those movies out technically wonder woman has powers well i'm talking about marvel oh okay yeah, yeah. now there's also and and this is from an article that was last month but uh, they're saying that they're still moving forward with an untitled sony slash marvel movie which a lot of people are thinking are mobius the is morbius the living vampire mm-hmm. uh which might tie into tom hardy's venom stuff but they haven't even given it a title yet. It's January, and they're saying it's going to release at the end of July. Yeah, no, it's like not. at this point, I don't think that's going to be happening no. at all. Because I, I know there's yeah. talks of doing a Tom Hardy and Tom Holland. Sorry, that's a mouthful. <laughs> oh, Spidey, uh, Spidey and Venom. They've talked about doing that, so I'm not sure <laughs> like, if that's sense. what they're trying to make happen. I, stu- I still haven't seen Venom. I heard it's good. Yeah, I know. I just, that's like I, I, it, I just I haven't had an interest. It, it's one of those like I feel. And like I love Tom Hardy. It suffered from the Han Solo thing because I feel like so many people trashed it that not enough people saw it. And I think Venom Maybe. was one of those things like it's not a great movie. Don't see it. I so. gotta look that up. You're absolutely right. But I should, it's gonna be free green, somewhere now. But they've greenlit a sequel to it. I know because so that's it made like, money and people loved it. It's just I. You know what? It's probably the nerd purist like you were talking about with like the the solo. It's like oh, solo's trash. I'm like no, it's it's a, it's a fine movie. But I feel like a uh, luckily Venom because you got somebody like a Tom Hardy who is a great actor, mm-hmm. and then you have a character like Venom, which is I think it's one of people's favorite. 
what would be antihero. Antihero, yeah. I guess, is mm-hmm. the correct term. Yeah, so I mean, I, he started off as a bad guy and then tried to be good, but it's always those, you know, taking the ways that most good people won't go. So I think it's a like a mixture. You would probably compare Venom to a mix of Suicide Squad and The Punisher. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's still pretty mm-hmm. dark. It's not as silly as Suicide Squad, but it got, you know, Suicide Squad made a, sh- a lot of money. <laughs> did, you, did you see Venom? Mm-mm. Oh, you haven't seen it either. Yeah, I, I, I haven't and, seen and, if it's on Hulu. Joey D, you haven't I seen haven't it either. either. No. Yeah. Did you see it, BJ? No. Okay. And yeah. I, like I, I, I forgot all about us. it. I was going to watch it because I, I, I like Solo. I heard that hey, this movie's gotten trashed on, and it really shouldn't. I said, all right, well, I'm definitely going to watch it. And I forgot all. I've forgotten all about Venom. Maybe it's free somewhere that I can download and watch on a plane ride because now I'm pretty excited to watch it. I forgot. Thank you for reminding me. I forgot all about the movie. That's a good call. There's, on a, there's that. a few of those movies out there where it's like I'm going to watch this Ooh. eventually. Okay, so yeah. if you have the stars add-on on Hulu, or yes. if you have stars, you can watch it that way. Oh, so that's where it is. It's yep. on stars. I'm looking at Hulu so right now. On... So if you have the stars add-on. Now I'm looking online. I just googled Venom streaming, and it says that it's available on Disney Plus for subscription. Which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I don't think I have Disney Plus on my phone. Hmm. Wait, where is it? Well, I think I do. There it is. And we'll see if Venom's there. Is it? Checking. Because you can download those movies on your your stuff. I know. I just found that out when I was watching uh, uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Which is why Hulu's got to figure that out quick. (laughs) Yeah, they really do. Hulu has to figure out a way to let us download Mm. stuff to our tablets. It's not on Disney Mm, Plus? No, it's not. It shouldn't be. Yeah, that was like a weird thing because it's not a Disney property. It's a Sony property. I could see them eventually maybe putting it on there, but I didn't expect it to be there yet. Yeah. Uh, But moving on to, let me give you at least one other thing. Okay. Uh, did you guys hear that uh, we have another superhero going to play in another superhero movie that has nothing to do with his previous superhero movies? That's a lot of words. Yeah. But um, what are you saying? Yeah, please clarify. Uh, so, you know, much like Ben Affleck, who has played two superheroes, Affleck. or uh. Ryan Reynolds, or Chris Evans, we have oh, another right. one joining the ranks. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Christian Bale. Oh, Batman. Oh, Batman. Yes. What's he doing? He's going to be in the new Thor Love and Thunder. Now, they haven't announced who he's going to be playing. A lot of people are really, really, really hoping that he's going to be Beta Ray Bill. Yep. That's what I've seen everyone like, I want this. And I'm, I I don't know enough about Beta Ray Bill. (laughs) I don't either. I just (laughs) know he creeps me out. He does because he's got that weird face. It's almost like a Canadian from South Park. (laughs) So It's it's more like if you guys ever, oh, did you ever read the comic book, um, Oh my God! Why am I blanking on it? It's a great comic book, though. I love it. Really you do love it. I think I borrowed it from you. Oh yeah. Hack slash. Oh, hack slash. Oh yeah. You know yes. the little weird doggy yes. thing she ends up kind of adopting. That's what he looks like. It's oh. really creepy. It's like an undead dog, but they end up <laughs> he ends up changing sides. Good old Beta Ray Bill. He looks creepy as hell. Uh, but uh, according to one article, they or somebody had just kind of posted, you know, Jason Aaron on the Twitters says, you know who my vote is? Who Christian Bale should play? Yes. Um. Dario Agger, who is a CEO of Roxxon Energy Corp. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, another one saying that there that might be that as well. Good old Roxxon, which is Roxxon, yeah, which was from uh, Cloak and Dagger. I, yeah. Yes, because yes, it was yes, the yes. one thing that uh, turned them and gave them their powers. Was it also from Jessica Jones? Was Roxxon mentioned with them? I as, think with it her was probably. Well? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was in, in the same universe. Yeah, it was in that those the Defenders universe for that. I don't know if it was Jessica Jones or if it was one of those that was referenced, but it was. And Roxxon, I love it because back in the day, you really couldn't use the real brands, so Roxxon. Is supposed to be basically Exxon. Yep, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah, and, um, and so it's kind of funny see, how. But I don't want Christian Bale to be a boring ass executive. I don't either. No, they, give him some power. Have you seen that movie where he plays? Oh crap! What politician was it? 
Well, he was he was Dick Cheney. Oh yeah, oh, he, didn't, yeah. he didn't even look like himself. I know. The only reason I could tell pull him apart was his teeth. Because if you <laughs> because I watch Batman a lot, and so you kind of only see his teeth for oh, a while. That makes sense. Yeah. And okay. so I, I was like, out his like, teeth. It's like, why are you staring at his teeth, and because why do you know? Because I'm psycho. Because the way he does his mouth when he's like, I'm Batman. It's all you know. You see his teeth, and his teeth are unique. They're, cr- they're a little crooked. A psycho. Yeah, Vicky. Oh, well, uh, well, you got a pretty mouth. We'll let you have a little bit of extra time there to uh, gaze at other people's teeth. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think he could. He could pull off a uh, Beta Ray build. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you say his name. Yeah. That's yeah. It. <laughs> he, he can transform into anything. CGI nowadays is perfectly fine. No, just give him like six months. He'll lose the way. He'll like get really gaunt in the face. He if won't you've need seen CGI. the machinist, you know. Yes, yeah. he's a phenomenal oh, yeah. actor. <laughs> well, let us know what you think. And until next time, stay nerdy.